What the fuck is up, y'all? It's your girl Joy back with another episode of the Convos for Real Host podcast. Real conversations about real shit for real people. If you've been here before, you already know what the fuck going on. But if you don't, I won't hate you as long as you go ahead over to Instagram and make sure you follow the pod page at Convos the number four real hoes. That's Convos the number four real hoes. H O E S. And as always, y'all boys and girls, go ahead and sit back, relax, roll up, pull up, whatever you got to do for real. And we'll be back with this week's artist to listen to. Alright, so boom. This week's interview guest is also the artist to listen to for this episode. He goes by the name of ATP or Anther Producer, and I'm proud to call that man a true friend for real. As he does most things, this track in particular is coming straight from this man's soul. And so I hope y'all fuck with it as much as I fuck with it. Here's all you need, and we'll be right back. Again, that was All You Need, A-L-L, the letter U, Need, by Ant the Producer, streaming now on all streaming platforms. That's all you need right now on all streaming platforms. Y'all make sure y'all go get that. Y'all make sure y'all stream and support that Fuel Records on Bandcamp. And uh, without further ado or delay, let's go ahead and get into the conversation. All right, y'all, what it is. Welcome into another conversation with that feel. I'm here with your boy, Ant, the producer. Actually, let me go ahead and let you introduce yourself to the people. I'm going to shut up. What's happening, people? It's Ant, the producer. And, um, you know, I'm here with Joy, Combo X Real Hoes, Combo X That Feel. You know, we're going to show you how that feel. You feel me? Period. 
I end the music. So I'm just really excited to get the fuck into this conversation. I literally don't even know where I want to start for real. So I'm going to open it up to you. What you want off top? What you want them to know about you? First thing. What I like y'all to know about me. Um, shit, I produce music, you know, and it sounds pretty cool most of the time. You know, I'm a... Shit, I'm a part of that field. I'm a part of play. I'm a part of myself. I'm part of the Scott family. You feel me? Like, uh, I'm a uh, I'm a man of many hats. Um, shit, I do what needs to be done. That's really that's really my role in life. I do what needs to be done. So, that's it. That's it. All right. So, since you low key the first interview out the gate, tell the people what play is. Tell the people what that feel is. For sure. Well, Play is a it's an organization that was put together with my brother Alex Vader. He's in the room right now. You know, I'm not gonna tell him to make too much noise. We'd already been told about that. But <laughs> <laughs> with my brother Vader and my brother v- uh, Bryce, um, you know, we we came together. We was making music. We was doing all type of things. So we had the idea to come together and make, you know, turn into a business relationship and also just you know, um, locking on a higher accord. Um, and then we ended up working with my brother Caso. Uh, he'll have his interview. He'll have his time to talk about his, his perspective on that. But um, he was able to get added in. He really became one of the main artists that was getting pushed between him and Bryce. And, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the genesis of, like, really, I could say myself locking in the music from a group perspective mm-hmm. um, and really organizing motion on that end. Yeah. Um, so we, we were able to release a couple projects, a couple, couple pieces of work. So how'd you get to that point, Loki? Of doing what? Two, three, four years ago. Of how'd you get to your personal journey of deciding to record, produce, mix music? Well, production, production always just came from the love of like really being a fan. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm, I'm a, I'm a genuine fan of music. Of who? Um, Give us top three right now, all time. Top three? I mean, that's tough. I like Pharrell. I like Timbo. Period. I like Wayne as a rapper. Like okay. that's that was one of my favorite rappers growing up. Um, That's a mean ass tough three, nigga. Damn. Yeah, cause I mean, you gotta give the production tip, and then gotta give the actual rapper. Right. So I was to call. I look at people who are like influential beyond uh, time, really. Mm-hmm. So those are people that you know they they have timeless sounds. They will always be able to maneuver and adapt to whatever is going on, cause they're just beasts at heart, and they really love the shit that they do. So mm-hmm. that uh, top three was in that order: top down, bottom up. Nah, I don't even think that's a real top three. That's just the three that came to my head for real. Damn. That's okay. just that's just the three that I, you know I could say I was listening to them and wondering what the fuck do they got going on to where this is the type of music that they make. You feel me? All right. Um, we might have to circle back to that to feel who you feel are top three now. Who I feel is top three now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you don't have to go there now if you don't want. You can have some time I mean, to think I mean, about shit, it. I mean, shit, I'm sur- I'm surrounded by my top three. You feel me? My top three, top five, top ten. I'm surrounded by them. You know, it's not really outside no more. You feel me? And that's on everything. Yeah. So because y'all shit tough for real. You feel me? So I, what I got to look outside for? Um, but the journey to produce, yeah, it's just strictly based off the love of music and trying to figure out if I can interpolate my spirit into music and understand what I sound like beyond just my voice easy but as far as a recording um i mean really really and truly i kind of stumbled into that um going to the studio and locking in with my dog elvis uh he really was so uh willing to just teach like he didn't he was not a gatekeeper at all with the knowledge like he was willing to teach as he was learning as well and as he was refining his style he would give me the isms so i just started taking sessions at his studio and um 
it allowed me to kind of, uh, you know, further the process of creation. So yeah. I looked at it as a, I don't got, I, I could have other shit going on, but this is like very relative to what I do in my, my life with the time that I want to. Like when, I, when I'm taking time for myself is revolved around music. So mm-hmm. that was just something that l- led that to be a little bit easier. Yeah. I love that you said in there that your homie was willing to teach you as he was learning. I think that shit's important and I also what I appreciate about that fact is it speaks to the fact that you were also open to being taught and open to learning and in being open to that it's to say I don't know nigga I don't know what's up I'm interested or I might know something but it I might need help in some other way and being open to saying hey I need help with this can you help me oh yeah for sure like literally I remember the first time he was asking me what I knew and I was like, I know what shit sound like, but all these buttons and shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I looked at that shit, I started messing with some stuff, and I looked at him and was like, bro, I don't know where to go from here, cuz, so we about to be sitting here looking at each other type shit. Hell yeah, that nigga Ant was just pressing buttons and shit. <laughs> nah, that shit evolved into me pressing buttons and shit. I stalled, I stalled him out. I was looking at him like, I don't know what you expect, cuz. I don't know shit. I don't know none of these plugins. I don't know this interface. I don't know none of this shit. So he really had to teach me from A to Z. And, when uh, you say you stalled out, what you mean by that? Like, it was like a pause. Like, I had no level of expertise for what he was asking me to do. I made mm. beats. Like, I was a, I was strictly a producer at that point. So mm. that was able, I was able to, like, get Sonics out and, like, even mixing my music, I wasn't even really keen on that at that point. I just knew what felt right more so than, like, how to do this shit properly. Yeah. So once you step into the world of you know, vocals and recording people and stuff of that nature, you need to know how to do stuff, right? Like you can still feel it out, but there is a procedure. There mm-hmm. is a different type of procedure. So mm-hmm. he was asking me basically my procedure on mixing vocals and I never did that. I didn't know what the fuck he was asking me to do really. I ain't even recording myself. I didn't record nobody. I wasn't on that. I was just making beats, mm-hmm. just really fleshing out cool sounds and shit like that and trying to make shit sound like me, you feel me? So I didn't, now when I'm working with other people, I have to put your idea of what you want to sound like in my head and I have mm-hmm. to have that structure in my head already. It's not just based off me because um, what I might have liked might not fly, you feel me? Yeah. So I ain't know how to do all that. That wasn't that wasn't my expertise. So he had to give me A to Z. He had to give me game from A to Z. Yeah. What was it like the first time you heard your own voice on the track? The first time you both recorded it and played it back? The first time I heard my own voice on the track? Um, yeah. Yeah, digging that memory, nigga. I mean, I'm trying to remember what that was. Um, I mean, shit. I can't remember the first song that I recorded, really. But I know, I know the first time I recorded myself, and I was like, it's something there. Like, but I got work to do because I'm around people who's already at Q from A to Z. Like, they was already at Q, and I'm at A. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this shit cool. Like, I know what to talk about, but I don't know how to structure my words. I don't know how to. I have to. I have to master flow in a different element. Like, I master flow as far as um, making beats. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I, at that point, I was displaying mastery of that. Like, I'm still not a master producer, but I was displaying mastery. So, I mean, it was I was just thinking of it in that terms. Like, okay, it's just gonna take a little bit more time for me to get as comfortable as I would like to be. Like this yeah. shit sound cool, but 
it's not I, i'm not q-tip yet you feel me i'm not yeah. donnie marvel i'm not i'm not beloved you feel me i'm not caso i'm not i'm not i'm not up to my peers standards what i expect from my peers but i have that idea in my head of what i can get better at so i remember i remember like the first song where i was like yeah there's there's something there i just gotta work bro it's interesting that you literally made that exact point because that's how i deadass feel about working with y'all like i deadass feel new to the hearing my own voice on the track new to the recording playing it back and being able to feel like i want to be able to do what y'all are able to do fucking sonically in my own way for my own journey and i think that's kind of fucking crazy that like you literally were able to both experience that on your tip and also articulate it back to me when i'm also experiencing that right now with you yeah because it's, it's a real life experience it's something that I, I i genuinely had to go through and then kind of be cool knowing that i don't know shit like i had to be oh you gotta get best friends with knowing that you don't know shit for real yeah i had to, i had to be cool with that shit like oh absolutely it wasn't it wasn't like I said, I, I, I looked at myself and there's a couple planes where I'd already displayed mastery to a degree. So right. like, I understood the work that I had to put in to get there. Right. So it just felt like another life that I was starting, you know? Yeah. Felt, felt like another world that I was living in. Yeah. So I just got cozy until the point where, you know, I feel like a couple of days ago, I, I might've penned my best verse, might've recorded my best verse ever. Um, and it took me like three minutes to write it and it took me like 10 minutes to record it. So I felt like, I feel like this shit working. Hmm. Was there ever a time where you felt any less than that? Maybe not that it wasn't going to work, but had any sort of difficult emotion or thought to overcome that is like, damn. I mean, this shit ain't it for real. I mean, I'll say for sure. I'll say that there's plenty, there's been plenty of moments where I've written something and I'm like, and I might try to recite it. I might try to do this, this, and the third. And it's just like, that ain't it, my boy. Like, he probably not writing from the right place or something. So, yeah. I mean, me personally, I know how to put shit down, you know. I know how to look at shit and be like, this might not be the time or place for me to exercise this this, uh, this skill set. Mm. This might be, I might just need to sit back and listen. Like, it might be more of that type of moment. Mm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really get too hung up over shit like that, you know, because tomorrow's another day. And, right. uh, yeah, I don't really, I never really doubted myself off of that neither because I understand that I'm still a beginner in this lane. So, I I, I couldn't allow myself to trip at all. I, I just had to move on, right? Because I, I have different roles to play. That's just me experimenting with a role, really as far as like talking about recording like mm -hmm. that that's not nah, that's never been like a big tripping point for me like to be like oh man i might never record again Nah, i, I put shit down for months like recording is not my main thing but mm -hmm. the uh my verbiage is kind of powerful sometimes so sometimes it's necessary sometimes i got shit that i need to get off my chest so i don't feel it no more like weighing on me like that's mm -hmm. really that really be more so the times that i move to record like I need to get some shit off my chest, out my mind, or like niggas need to hear something. You feel me? Mm -hmm. When you're in that place, do you is it more so of a I don't even care what it sounds like type of deal? I just gotta get this shit out. Um, or do you also have a vision for what that's supposed to sound like before you lay it down? Yeah, I mean, me personally, I don't really. 
I don't really use too much like effects and shit on my voice, so I can I can envision I can envision my final product at this point when I'm when I'm writing. Mm. Um, I can envision I I can envision my final product when I'm mixing something. I can envision my final product when I'm producing some. Mm. I'll say I'll, I'll say producing something is like probably the one that's least. Um, not structured but like i'm 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 kind of i go into it blind sometimes i don't i don't it's only been a couple of times where i've like had a beat in my head and then i have to go and lay it and i need that specific beat to come out of whatever i'm doing you feel me like other times i'm playing like russian roulette well they call it rhythm roulette <laughs> and i'm just picking i'm just picking sounds and i'm just letting the moment be the moment and it usually it becomes exactly what it needs to become but as far as on like the recording tip like I master my flow in my head and then when I'm saying it out loud like it might need to be said a little bit differently to actually fit everything or to fit the cadence or to fit the pocket that I'm in yeah so I mean I'm malleable I, I'm, I'm adaptable in that sense I don't it's not I mean it's a gift and a curse you feel me sometimes you need to be a bit more structured sometimes you need to be, be a bit more free-flowing I just kind of I try to find a balance I think malleable is the perfect word for that though I think I think malleable in itself is so fitting in that you can literally just change. If you need more structure, then form to change to be more solid. If you need more fluidity, it's almost like, like Play-Doh. You want fluidity? Roll that bitch into a little snake. Little bird man hand snake. Every life. You need no dead ass. You want structure, make that shit into a little ball, form a little rock or some shit, make a brick. Yeah. Leave that bitch out in the sun, get that bitch hard. Like, <laughs> That's dead real. Ass. That's real. I feel that. I feel that wholeheartedly. And so it definitely sounds like being able to know when you need to be a brick versus when you need to be a Play-Doh snake yeah. has become important on this journey. Yeah, it is, because sometimes you need to be Sometimes you need to be a bit more hard-headed than usual, Period. because it like that's actually a principle that needs to be that needs to have discipline in. You mm -hmm. know that you need to have discipline in, so you need to be as a uh, steadfast in that as possible. And then sometimes you get in a moment, and it's like, bro, I'm gonna I'm let I'm gonna let the time dictate what's going on instead of just always dictating. You know what time should give me. Yeah, no, that's real life. And I found, for me personally, the most times that I need to be hard-headed, it tends to be with my fucking self. Yeah. In years past, I was definitely externalizing that hard-headed energy, like, ah, you niggas not gonna fuck with me type shit. Yeah, real life. And it's like, nah, nigga, I need to be hard-headed with myself in terms of working on what in the fuck it is that's triggering me feeling like y'all niggas not gonna fuck with me to be able to turn around and walk off from y'all stupid ass niggas whoever <laughs> trying me for real hey man that's, it's real though like whoever it is that's trying me or making me feel some type of way I'd typically be like uh on them but it's like nah nigga I need to be hard headed on me and even with this like podcast and shit like I need to be hard headed on me it's terms of discipline it's terms of making shit right now from the bottom up even though it's difficult so that later in the future that shit is smooth sailing i done been here i done done this and i know how to how to do it for real i can have mastery like you was talking about for sure yeah what's it called it's and, and that's everything that's everything i definitely feel that for real yeah. absolutely it definitely took me a long time to be right with myself for real to be able to even bring this to y'all to anybody who listening to it take a lot of being right with self for real yeah that's real life so, last thing I'm going to ask you before we wrap up and get the fuck out of here for real. 
what is one piece of wisdom that has carried you? I won't even say through life, through whatever, just carried you. One piece of wisdom that has carried me. Um, it could be a thought, a quote, a song, an idea. Something your grandma said. Um, you know, it, it's some, it's something that I kind of will like go against, and it's so simple, but it's not, it's not the easiest thing to like look at and just really understand fully just off of words but you know my mom is getting on my head for years just just saying you know you do it a lot you're moving a lot you, you know you're doing this this and that but there's no balance mm. like where's your balance like that's gonna be when you're really showcasing yourself in your full light when you're balanced when you're not burning too much in just one thing mm -hmm. and you understand that you are not a one-dimensional person you're you're a multi-dimensional person you have plenty of fields that you have you know showed exemplary work from from you know you days from being a being a jit so it's like right. balance it all out like understand understand what life is calling for you, like calling for from you understand what you give to life what you what you use your time on and um just become more balanced in it to where you know you're feeding all the worlds that need you to feed it without uh being on e at the end of the day mm. like make sure that you feeding yourself while you feeding everything around you so balance yeah. balance is the true key and that's word from all dukes and that's on everything i that was like a perfect piece of wisdom to wrap up with so let the people know where to follow you at remind them of who you are you know, just in case y'all forgot. In case. I don't know how they could for real. We, <laughs> That's kind of fake. In real life. But it's Ant the Producer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PlayAnt. P-L-E-I-G-H-A-N-T. Uh, you can follow the gang on Playground. P-L-E-I-G-H-G-R-O-U-N-D. Uh, on Twitter. On Instagram is PlayBook. Same spelling. And then book at the end. You can follow the gang at that Field Records. That's, that's the same everywhere. You feel me? That's... That's that's where I reside. You feel me? That's that's everything that you can follow me on the socials and stuff. Um, you want to catch me in real life? Just you know, DM me. You know, mention and me. Your aunt. Real life. And if I answer, Yo. you're you might you might seem interesting to me. And if I don't, that's usually not gonna happen because I'm a cool dude. But <laughs> if I don't, something really I must have heard something. But I don't even. <laughs> if I see you and I don't speak, she said. <laughs> and that's real life. Yeah, but that's that's a real life, man. You go, you go. What's it called? You gonna feel my presence more so in real life. So, if you wanna, you wanna tap it, tap it. So that was my conversation with Anthro Producer. You already heard that man. Make sure to get after him on Play and P L E I G H A N T on Instagram, Playbook, Playground on the socials as well. Also, make sure to get after him at Anthro Producer on all streaming platforms. And with me, y'all already know where the fuck I reside. Apple Podcast convos the number four real hoes and on instagram convos the letter x real hoes till next time i fuck with y'all for real 
Up next, we got Play Vader in the building for me to do an interview with. Can't wait for y'all to hear that. So stick around. I fucks with y'all. Peace.